the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 1 The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Men think and speak freely. They are not forced. But God does rule their thoughts and words for His glory and His purposes. Man proposes, but God disposes. No man can think and speak wisely without God's grace. And no man's evil thoughts or speech ever surprise or frustrate the God of heaven. Men think and speak freely without being forced. Some foolishly call this free will, forgetting that they think and speak according to their depraved hearts, which are corrupt, ignorant, deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. This is not free will. This is a will that is in bondage to sin. Man's thoughts and words are slaves to sin and to the devil. Humble yourself before this glorious and sovereign God. His unique and incredible name is Jehovah meaning, I am that I am. Put your trust in Him, call upon Him, obey Him, and thank Him for any preparation in your heart toward Him. If He has convicted you to seek Him and serve Him, it is His loving kindness drawing you to Him. No man has ever made a choice in his heart or uttered a word with his lips that was not directed and ruled altogether by the Most High God. Man thinks and speaks freely, for he feels no pressure but his own desires and motives. But God nevertheless controls every part of the process and uses both the thoughts and the words to accomplish his own purposes. If there is any evil that will not praise God, he restrains it from happening. God uses all the rest of men's evil and anger to accomplish his own praise, regardless of what the person may think about God. The Lord does not put evil in a man's heart, for there is enough there already. Scripture is very plain that God does not tempt any man by putting evil in his heart. But Scripture is just as plain that God does use the evil that is there for his own designs. In fact, if he were not restraining the evil hearts of men on a constant basis, the world would be very much worse than it is. Of course, this glorious doctrine of God's sovereign government of the world is no longer taught, though it was well understood in prior generations. Most men have rejected a creator God, and those allowing one do not want him ruling in their good and evil actions and determining their purpose in life and eternity. They must have free will and free determination of their eternal destiny, or they will reject the doctrine and its God. But consider the heart. Men think it is their sacred possession that God cannot touch, but the Bible teaches otherwise. Solomon, a king himself, wrote, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. That's Proverbs 21 and verse 1. You should see the comments on that verse. God hardened Pharaoh's and other kings' hearts to do foolish things to their own destruction. For his glory and praise over them. 
God ruled the evil hearts of Joseph's brethren, of Pharaoh, of the Canaanites, Eli's sons, Hadad, Rehoboam, Ahab's prophets, the kings of Assyria, the Philistines and Arabians, Amaziah, Israel, the man of sin's dupes, and the kings of Europe, as Revelation 17.17 teaches. In all these cases just listed, God ruled the evil hearts of men so that their sinful ambitions and actions accomplished his perfect purposes. God can and will judge men for their evil thoughts and deeds, even though he used them for his own glory, as with the Assyrians and the Jews that crucified his son Jesus. They chose their sinful deeds willingly, so he is righteous to judge them, even though he always uses man's wrath for his own praise. Psalm 76 and verse 10. God can restrain any man's heart from doing evil when he chooses to do so. He withheld King Abimelech from touching Sarah, whom he had taken from Abraham to be his wife. And he similarly withheld the Canaanites from desiring the land of Israel when all the men of Israel went up three times a year for the feasts of that nation. Why does God not restrain all sin like this? Because he is using man's wrath to his own praise. There is Psalm 76 and verse 10 again. God prepared good in the hearts of Israel, Cyrus, Darius, Nehemiah, the psalmist, Zerubbabel and the remnant, Lydia, Titus, the elect. If you desire to serve him at all, he prepared that as well. Consider the tongue. Men think their lips and tongues are their own, but that is not what the Lord teaches. Even Balaam's dumb ass answered from the Lord. Balaam himself tried to curse Israel, but the Lord brought forth a blessing instead. Shimei did curse David, but it too was from the Lord, as 2 Samuel 16.10 teaches. When Caiaphas thought he was conspiring with other Jewish leaders, he was rather prophesying. And Peter's blessed answer was straight from heaven in Matthew 16.17. The Lord's apostles could speak gloriously without preparation and they did by God's power in numerous foreign languages they had never learned. There is no evil that should frighten or perplex you, for it is all under the governing control of the Lord. And every good and noble thought you have toward heaven, you should give thanks, for God has prepared your heart toward him. Run with such a blessing. He does not owe you another convicting thought. Any good thought or confession is proof of his love for you, for he drew it from you. No man has ever called on Jesus Christ's name for salvation without God first recreating his heart by regeneration. For without the resurrecting power of his quickening grace, you would still hate Jesus Christ until your dying breath and then beyond. The idea of free will salvation or decisional regeneration is preposterous and blasphemous for it magnifies the clay over the potter. It is God's will that is the determining, originating, moving, and instrumental cause of good and salvation. Should you slothfully wait for him to work in you? God forbid. Such is the wicked excuse of the fatalist. How do you know he has not already done his work? You are to work out the salvation he has worked in. Philippians 2.12 you should keep your heart as firmly as you can and labor as diligently as you can.
but sanctified wisdom taught by this proverb gives all the credit and all the praise to God's glorious grace. Can you change another person's heart? No. Can you help them profess faith that pleases God? Impossible. Only God can change a heart and draw forth a sincere confession. Abraham knew Lazarus coming back from the dead could not and would not help the rich man's brothers in Luke 16, verses 27 through 31. Jesus knew that only the prior work of God could cause any to believe him. Paul knew that his preaching never prepared any man. It only revealed what was already there in a man prepared by God. Bow before this glorious God today. Let him be your fear and dread. Beg him for mercy. Trust him completely. Obey him unconditionally. Give eternal thanks for any knowledge or desire you have toward him or heaven. He gave it to you, and he can take it away or increase it yet more and more. Pray for him to do further preparations in your heart toward him, just as David prayed. Amen.